Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrutman. And my name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. And before we began this recording, I said, hey, David, what should we talk about? I know Scott is going to make fun of me right well, now. Well, he's like, I'm out. I've got no banter left. I am empty. He's an empty vessel. David, there's always more to talk about. No matter what we can do, we no matter what happens, there's always more to discuss. But as long as you're bantered out, I guess we'll go straight into a discussion of our next topic, which follows on the heels of our previous talk about the golden calf. The golden calf, we had 21 episodes dedicated to the golden calf. And immediately after that, Moses goes back up for another 40 days on Mount Sinai. He went up three times. Right. People think he went twice, but Deuteronomy 10 says he went up three times, once for a first set of commandments, a third time for the second tablets, and a middle time for prayer. And that's what happens now in our story. So we're dealing with the second going up and going down, and it's specifically for the 13 attributes of God. It's a fascinating episode, mysterious. A lot in the Bible is very non-mystical, if I can say that. It's very legal, giving stories, discussing history. This is one of those situations where the Bible gives us a mystical vision. In fact, in some ways, it's one of the most mystical visions imaginable, where Moses on Mount Sinai wants to see God's glory, whatever that means. No one really knows. And God says, you can't. I will put my hand over you. Again, this is all anthropomorphism. We don't take it literally. But God says, somehow I will cover you up so you can't see when I pass by, but you will see my back afterwards. Again, not literally. God does not have a back. You will see something which we would consider in human language to be my back. Perhaps what happens after I've been somewhere, what it looks like to human eyes. And then God recites the 13 attributes of mercy. Furthermore, Scott, we have a Jewish tradition that zones into Exodus chapter 34, verse 6, where it says the Lord passed in front of him and called. And then we have the 13 attributes. God was like a leader of a congregation enwrapped in a prayer shawl, and then declared these attributes. And that comes from an interesting wording of the verse, chapter 34, verse 6. It said, God passed over his face and called out. It then lists the 13 attributes of mercy. Some Jewish commentators have taken this to be an idiomatic, God passed the talit, the prayer shawl, over his own face, dressing up like a prayer leader, and then stated, like a prayer leader in the synagogue, these 13 attributes of mercy. The question is, David, why would God do that? Why would this be described as if God were a chazan, a cantor, someone leading the services? So, David, I think the answer is the reason that God would dress up like a prayer leader is because God is not simply mentioning what he's good at. He's good at forgiving. He's actually teaching us to recite them ourselves. Our job isn't to listen to a story when reading this chapter. Our job is to learn how to act. God is teaching us how to pray. When our sages say that God dressed up like a prayer leader, it means that Moses was being taught how to pray. And God wants us not just to say, God, we love you. He wants us to recite this specific formula. There's something special about the 13 attributes of mercy that somehow means that God is going to forgive us. And his dressing up like a prayer leader is saying, if you do the same thing and also recite these attributes, I will forgive you. And we have a tradition that that's the covenant, a covenant of forgiveness based on these 13 attributes. 
What's amazing about this is God is demonstrating the act of prayer to Moses so we can emulate it when we are facing the challenge of, of our own sins and we want to ask God for forgiveness. It's an amazing idea. And in fact, David, in general, there's an idea in Jewish ethics that anytime the Bible tells us what God did, it's not there simply to sing the praises of God, though it does that as well. It's actually instructive. It's normative. If God, for example, clothes those who are naked, it teaches us that we must do the same thing. There's an old tradition that says the Bible opens up with chesed, kindness, and closes with kindness. The very first act we see God doing to human beings is clothing Adam and Eve. And the final act at the very end of Deuteronomy chapter 34 is God burying Moses after Moses had died. Two types of kindness. The Bible opens up with kindness and closes with kindness to teach us that we have to live lives of kindness and imitate God in that way. I'm David Nekretman. I'm Scott Kahn. And blessings from Jerusalem. Jerusalem.